does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. Coming up, high school basketball, plenty of it. Lots of great games to talk about with some ranked teams, some thrilling ends. Right now, though, the man who is the most important part of the team because he has all the scores, and that's why you listen, and we think that's great. It's the uh, one and only... Brendan King. One and only. Coach, you know there's only one Bob Lovell. Great to be with you, James Adams and Parker Webster on a Friday night, Coach. Happy to be hanging with you all weekend long. All righty, let's get to some high school basketball scores. We will begin in the Madison County Tournament. The best ball game of the night so far came in the seventh place game of that tourney where Alexandria knocks off Anderson Prep Academy in double OT, 73-63. That double overtime period for Alexandria high scoring they get the 10 point win in the third place game Liberty Christian over Frankton 49-41 then Anderson destroys LaPel 79-60 for first place in the Madison County Tournament the Hendricks County Tournament Plainfield over Tri-West 64-43 Brownsburg hammers Avon 61-40 elsewhere around the state tonight Providence gets a 58-34 win over Clarksville Rochester by a triple against Whitco tonight, 48-45. Scottsburg rallies up 84 on the scoreboard, blasting Madison 84-42. Sheridan over Tri-Central, 63-48. New Palestine gets a win against conference rival Delta, 62-48. The Mishawaka Cavemen hold on to bleep beat Plymouth, that's a 63-55 final from up in the 5-7-4. Manchester, three points away from triple digits all over North Miami, 97-38. Madison Grant, they defeat Blackford, 77-56. It was John Glenn, they hammer Triton, 52-27. Kokomo all over Logansport, 61-47. Lafayette Central Catholic, a 10-piece win against McCutcheon, 64-54. Lake Central, 67 Seven Laporte 46 tonight. It was Concord over Goshen, 57-41. No problem for Clay City. They wreck Washington Catholic, 80-24. Center Grove holds on for a two-point W against Carmel, 43-41. With Carroll Fort Wayne defeating Fort Wayne Dwanger, 51-49. Bloomington North, three-point win against rival Bloomington South, 53-50. And Bloomfield. They beat Evansville Christian also by 359-56. Over to the NBA where the Indiana Pacers, they are 22-18. Their 14th home win beating Chauncey Billups' Portland Trailblazers, 108 to 99. Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Heald quiet through much of the game. They each had big fourth quarters. Halliburton with 15. Heald with 11. Miles Turner had 17. Nice game for Aaron Neesmith, 10 points and 7 rebounds. 
They're hot. Stay hotter, by the way. Ben Matherin, 19 points off the bench. He has been fantastic. Last night for the Indiana Hoosiers, did not go so well against Iowa. For Purdue, the opposite, a ranked win on the road against Ohio State. This was Mike Woodson last night when talking about Fran McCaffrey. I'm not even, I'm not even going to comment on that because that's, that's bullshit is what it is you know and you can you can print that because again when you can allow coaches to come across half court into your your space that's bull- it is Woodson unhappy Matt Painter the happy one though as Fletcher Lawyer game-winning three beating Chris Holtman's Ohio State Buckeyes good win for the number one team in the land 12.05 to go second half getting towards the media Akron maintains a one-point lead on Ball State that's a 48-47 score the Ball State Cardinals they have won six games in a row we'll get to some Colts sound a little bit later towards the bottom of the hour Colts Texans on Sunday an opportunity potentially for the Chicago Bears to get the first overall pick if the Texans win. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Glad you could join us. Let's talk a little basketball. Park Tudor with a win tonight. Very impressive win. 61-44 for Indianapolis Metropolitan. Tim Adams, the head coach of the Panthers, joins me. Timmy, great win tonight. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. It was a good win. We're coming off a uh, tough little stretch here of playing a couple 4A teams and a and, uh, tough, scrappy Indy Met team that we played tonight, and I thought we did a good job. Well, those four A teams you played, you played well. Uh, the we problem did. was did. you just didn't make some plays when you needed them, but you you did literally the whole idea of you did everything you needed to do except win the game. Yeah, we were right there, and 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 in our program, we expect to be in those games and expect to win those games, and, and we got one against North Central, came up a little short against uh, Pike, and then decided to only play one half against LC, but give them credit for. Uh, making us play that way. But we were right there in all three of them. And we got another one coming up at Warren, first round of Marion County on Tuesday. So hopefully we'll be ready. So who's mad at you on the draw? Who who pulled that uh, your name out of the hat and made you play Warren? That's a tough matchup. I'll tell you what, Coach. It seems like every year we get Warren, LC, uh, Ben <laughs> Davis last year. <laughs> Right. Um, but there's a reason that we've got those games scheduled early against some of those uh, Mick opponents. Sure. And, um, you know, to, to be considered one of the best in the county, you got to go beat them. And, and Warren's certainly one of those guys. So we're going to have our work cut out for us, but we'll be prepared and we'll go in and compete and see what happens. All right. Tell me about this team. Tell me, uh, tell me what you did tonight. What makes you go with this group? Yeah, we've got a deep group, Coach. We had um, – Multiple guys in double figures tonight, obviously led by uh, junior all-star Jermaine Coleman. Um, you know, he, he had a, an off night tonight and, and had 10 points for us, but we had um, senior point guard Bryce Petty with 14, and then one of our sophomore guards, Hudson Horvath, led us with 18. Um, but we're playing about nine guys right now, and, and any night mm-hmm. it, can be, it can be anybody's turn. And, and so when we're playing really well, we're sharing the ball guarding rebounding but but we have guys in multiple and uh, double, double figures each night and and um, that's when we're at our best 
Well, you know, you're playing a great schedule. It'll pay mm-hmm. off. I think everybody understands it. Stay injury-free. Keep yeah, keep playing hard. And I know your kids are playing hard. That's one thing about this group. They, they will come out and get after you. Yeah, it's a competitive group. And, and when I say that, I mean, it's every day in practice where um, guys are going at each other. And that's, that's a staple in our program. It's one of our core values is to come in and compete in the classroom, on the floor, and in the weight room. And, and they're doing that in all three areas. And it's starting to show. And even though on some, a couple tough losses, we're getting better. And, and um, it feels like we're starting to gel and starting to play that we're play the way we're capable of playing. And, and uh, we're hoping to carry that into Tuesday night and make a run at it. All right, good luck Tuesday. Tell your parents, uh, give them my best, give them my love, especially I your mom. Come. Tell her I love her. And, that's, uh, that's right. Check, you I know, can do that catch for up you. with your, yeah, catch up with your dad, and uh, good luck on Tuesday. And I appreciate you taking time to join me, Timmy. Thanks. Thanks, Coach Man. Appreciate you having me. You're welcome. Thank you. High school basketball, plenty of things going on. We're going to continue to talk about it. Uh, that's the idea tonight. Same thing tomorrow night. We'll squeeze in some college basketball on tomorrow night's show. Don't forget Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today. Help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions. Sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. More than 1,000 Hoosiers. We're waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. Signing up to be an organ and tissue donor can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. The website, driven, the number two, savelives.org. Go there. Coming up tomorrow, college basketball. We're going to be talking about some of these. Coming up, Brendan King, do we have a final on Ball State yet? Coach, we are 54-47 Akron with 10 and a half to play in the second half. So still okay, quite a way goodness. to go. We got we got time. We got time. There is time. Cardinals have been playing have been playing better. They're playing well. Um Mac wins on the road like any other conference difficult to come by. Uh your Irish tomorrow. Uh they've got a matchup. Uh, who are they? Notre Dame. Uh, can't can't read my own writing. Um, Notre Dame basketball. You guys, they're not playing tomorrow, so I'm, or I may have to I may have to research this. You got UIC at Indiana State. That's a. How about the, the Sycamores? Maybe one of the hottest teams around. That's not getting any credit. They're playing very very well. Uh, off to a tremendous start. Uh, Josh Schertz's second year at the helm. Uh, undefeated in the Valley. It's a good way to get started. Um, UIC, this will be an interesting battle. Uh, SIUE at Southern Indiana. IUPUI on the road at Youngstown. Notre Dame at North Carolina. How do you forget that game? Good gracious, alive. I need to take a break. We're the short, short scoreboard update with Network Indiana's Brendan King. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. We check in from Muncie with 9.27 to go in the second half. Akron maintains a 57-51 lead on Ball State, although the Cardinals continue to claw themselves back. Peyton Sparks 11 points for the Cardinals. We'll see if Ball State can work out a comeback win this evening from Muncie. Back to 
Indiana High School basketball scores where Ben Davis picks up another W. They beat North Central at Indianapolis 71-56 with Benton Central defeating Twin Lakes 69-47. It was Bloomfield over Evansville Christian tonight by a triple 59-56. Jennings County, they handle Brownstown Central 78-69. Huntington North by a deuce against East Noble 50-48. Heritage Christian and gets by Coveted Christian by a dime 61-51. It was Hebron over South Central Union Mills, 53-30. Greenwood Christian takes down Speedway by a pair, 55-53. To the 2-6-0, where Fort Wayne Northrop defeats Fort Wayne Snyder, 61-57. Covington over Riverton Park by only by a penny tonight, 78-77. No problem, though, for Corridon Central, 14-point dub against Floyd Central, 74-60. Elsewhere, Terre Haute South over Perry Meridian Low scoring. They get it done 47-28. Tippecanoe Valley, a clean 70-piece on Northfield. They beat them 70-32. I'm Brendan King. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, one of the top games in the state tonight in single A. Number two, Bloomfield beats number three, Evansville Christian, in a, a tremendous matchup. Bloomfield, the winner in this one, as I mentioned, um, the final it's 59-56. J.B. Neal joins me. Coach, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on a great win. Yeah, thank you. No problem, Coach. Tell you what, uh, here I am sitting in my house in Franklin. All you guys are out having fun, and then, then i got to do a little bit of work right until midnight. So <clears throat> I'm sitting here thinking, man, oh, man, I know it's January, but for goodness sakes, this had to feel like March. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Evansville Christian is a very good basketball team. I mean, the Dunham boy, he's uh, he's tough to guard. He can go get his, he can go get a bucket whenever he wants. And you know, to, to be in a tight game with them, uh, it's a scary situation. As you can tell, my voice is gone on uh, on trying to get guys where they needed to be. Uh, so you know, that, that's, you didn't want to give him the the ball in his hands with right. uh, uh, you know one to win it. Yeah, and, and you know that, and I, I think intuitively your kids know that. But in the flow of things, uh, it's not that easy. Uh, I, my belief here is that this was probably a game where no one's able to get much of a spread at all throughout the entire night. No, I mean, we had a big third quarter. Uh, we were tied at halftime. Uh, we outscored them in the third quarter 13-4, to four, and, and really that, that was a difference. Uh you know, they like to get up and down. And, and like I said, they got a guy that can go score whenever he needs to. And uh, I thought we did a, a good job just making him earn. I mean, he had 32 tonight, and I'm saying we did a good job, but he had to earn that 32. So <laughs> I, thought the, right. I thought we did a good job. <clears throat> you know what? If you can go out and get 32 against you guys, so what's making what's making this team of yours go and play at the level they're playing? Well, I think we got, uh, you know, it starts with our big guy, Pete Combs. He's uh, 6'8", 
uh, you know, and then we can we can park some shooters outside around him. We got some guys that can shoot the ball. Um, we actually don't look that impressive when we get off the bus, to be honest with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, we got some kids can shoot it and just some gritty kids that will, you know, follow a scout and a game plan. And, uh, you know, that that was a big key tonight. I thought we, we were able to, to hold down their, their role guys and, uh, you know, just kind of deal with Dunham because he's going to get his. Game still played between the lines. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not a beauty. It's not a beauty pageant. That's for sure. And uh, you guys have been, you know, grinding them out. I have to think that uh, you know the win over Terre Haute South uh, in the in the Wabash Valley have had to be a big lift for you. But that that had to be a massive win for you. Yeah, you know, anytime I think of one A can uh, you know get a, a solid four A, uh, you know that's that's a good win and. and we didn't play particularly well. We didn't shoot the ball well uh, from the field or the free throw line. But these kids, they just uh, they found a way. They made a play when they needed to, and and, and kind of gutted it out. And uh, you know, we did that at times tonight. We had our miscues, but uh, somebody would always come up and make a play. So, you know, that, that's what this group's about. They're they're very very coachable. They're fun to coach, and uh, you know, we we've had some set success because they are coachable. Well, you're ten and two, and your only losses are to North Central of Indianapolis and to uh, Linton Stockton uh, in, in the uh, in the tournament. And then you've got a you got a rematch uh, with them next week, right? Well, let me correct you. We're eleven and two. These wins are too hard to get. Don't don't shortchange me. Oh. On one. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I apologize, I, and and I and I promise I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> Yeah, we, we don't have a bad loss, that's for sure. But, uh, man, I tell you, it doesn't get any easier. We go to Linton next Friday. Uh, we go to South Knox on Saturday. So, you know, the, our second half of the schedule and it's designed yeah. that way to get us ready for the tournament. That's a big weekend. That is a massive weekend. Tonight, Bloomfield, number two in single A, beating number three, Evansville Christian, 59-56, the final. J.B. Neal, the head man. Coach, thank you so much. I appreciate the time, and best of luck to you and your guys in the next time out. Yeah, you as well. Appreciate the opportunity. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. Thank you so much. That's how you. That's how you, you start thinking about it. I mean, this time of year, what a big, big, big win! Um, congratulations to them. Single A, uh, that class. I actually think all four classes are pretty balanced. To be honest, that's going to be one of those keys that we'll talk about throughout the rest of the year. Coming up on the twenty second of this month is the girls' pairing show. But mark that down. Put that in your in your calendar, put that in your day planner as we get ready to find out who's going to be playing whom. Um, Brendan King, I need a Ball State update. I know Dave Ehall is going to call me after the game, but you you got to keep keep me aware of what's going on. Have they narrowed the margin yet? Chipping away, Coach, within five, 57-52, getting towards the under eight. So uh, it was a 31-30 ball game after a half. Akron has outscored Ball State 26-22 in the second half. And it's turning into one of those grinders, Coach, still in the 50s with about eight minutes to go. So we'll see what happens. Brendan King coming up. John Herrick joins me from the IU Basketball Network. And did you have a game tonight? I did. I did, Coach. Yeah, I was for Nine Star TV. Uh, It was 51-46, Greenfield Central beat Mount Vernon. Great rivalry game between two teams that are in the Hoosier Heritage Conference. 
uh, is an outstanding basketball game. All right. So tell me how uh, Greenfield Central is able to win this game. Well, Greenfield Central's off to one of their best starts that they've had in program history. They're eight and one. Mm-hmm. Um, they struggled early. The first half, Mount Vernon really dominated, but then in the third quarter, uh, Greenfield Central got on a run and they outscored Mount Vernon eighteen to five in the third quarter. And then going into the fourth quarter, led by five, and really just kept uh, Mount Vernon at bay. Played the foul game, got to the free throw line. Uh, their best player, Dylan Moles, finishes with twenty points. Scary moment, though. He actually landed on his head going up for a rebound, and mm. uh, everybody in the gym got real quiet, and he was pulled from the game, and um, you know the trainers were with him the rest of the time, so they did not put him back in with about three minutes left. But his team was able to hang on and win without him uh, by five. And Mount Vernon's 7-5 uh, and five this year. Uh, they have pretty good returning experience from last year, four seniors. But right. this upstart right. Greenfield Central team has been a tough out for really everybody they've played so far this year. Well, that's uh, that's impressive to come back. You know, you have, you have such a scare to do that, and you, you're playing a pretty good team. Uh, who else plays well for Greenfield Central? Well, their their other player that's averaging double figures um, consistently is Braylon Mullins. He had 14. Uh, made a couple of clutch free throws late to push the lead to five. And then Tyler Kirkoff is another one who helped him get started. He, when the offense was really not there for Greenfield Central in the first quarter, he hit a mm-hmm. big three at the end of the first quarter to cut the lead from nine to six. Uh, I think that helped get them believing that they could start turning the tide a little bit. He then makes another big three in the third quarter after Dylan Moles made a few free throws in a row. Uh, so he finished with eight. Um, and then a few other guys had four, and another guy had one. And then in the losing effort, Mount Vernon had a good effort from um, our Adam Hackett, who had three, who had four three-pointers. Um, and then Eli Bridenthal has always been a staple for Greenfield, for, uh, but Mount Vernon, he was a great football player, um, as well as a great basketball player. He had 13 points, but those were the only two guys that finished in double figures. And for Mount Vernon, the offense just – wasn't quite there in the second half. Greenfield Central played a really good matchup zone uh, against Mount Vernon, and that that really threw them off for a good chunk of the game. Can you uh, hang on here through this scoreboard update and talk a little IU uh, last night a little bit and coming up on Sunday? Can you do that? I sure can. John Herrick, nine-star TV tonight on the Greenfield Central win over Mount Vernon. And you heard him last night. You'll hear him uh, on Sunday on the IU Radio Network. He's pretty good. And congratulations, interim uh, news director of WIBC. How about that news, brother? I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. A couple overtime games in Indiana High School girls basketball tonight. First off, Muncie Central. They outlast Lafayette Jeff in OT, 52-47. And then a five-point win for Whiteland in extra time against Greenwood, 50-45. The county tournament slate from the girls' side is also all complete. 
We'll hit on that right now. Hendricks County Tournament, Danville over Tri-West, big 63-22. Brownsburg by a 20-piece. 20 make that 22 against Avon, 64-42. Dominance by both Danville and Brownsburg. To the Henry County Tournament, Blue River over Shenandoah, 59-43, and a defensive masterpiece by Tri, 61-15. They hammer Knightstown. Randolph County Tournament, Union City beating Randolph. Randolph Southern 38-31, and Winchester takes down Monroe Central 51-37. To the Ripley County Tournament, Jack Sendell big over Milan 71-27, and Batesville, they handle South Ripley 52-35. In the Rivertown Tournament, Rising Sun 49, South Dearborn 41 for first place. Lawrenceburg knocks off Switzerland County 56-38. Lastly, one game in the Wayne County Tournament for first place, Low scoring under 40 on both sides hagerstown though gets it done against cambridge city lincoln 37 33 i'm brendan king welcome back i'm bob lovell this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network john herrick rejoins us he had the um game tonight with um uh, Greenfield Central and Mount Vernon. Greenfield Central five-point winners there. You heard him last night on the IU radio network. IU losing um, an emotional uh, emotional game last night to Iowa. Um, so this is how the Big Ten is. This is your first time around. You're finding out uh, <laughs> how emotional everybody can be because there's a lot on the line in these games, John. Yeah, uh, the emotion uh, definitely boiled over uh, late in the game uh, with uh, the Iowa coach, Fran McCaffrey, coming all the way down to where IU's bench was almost. And then there was a right. technical foul that was administered and then rescinded. Um, I, you know, And I, I don't want to be too hard on him. I know he's going through a lot. His son came out and talked about his mental health issues. I just don't understand how a coach can go all the way to the other end of the floor like that and and not get a technical, but you know, it, he was at home and it's in Iowa and, you know, road teams tend to not get as many calls in the big 10 as the home teams, as we've known, but th- that's not the reason IU lost the game. IU lost the game uh, for two big reasons. One, um, they, they simply did not defend as well as Mike Woodson demands them to defend. Uh, giving up 91 points is just way too much um, for, for a team that should be defending a lot better and then second of all, the injury to Race Thompson just completely changed the game yeah. uh, because Kyle yeah. Murray, who Grace Thompson was guarding, wasn't doing a whole lot. And Race Thompson goes down with that injury, which looks bad. I mean, it looks it, it, it had the same kind of feel that Xavier Johnson does. And so now you're just wondering how long it's going to be before Race Thompson gets back. And, and so two big injuries to two very important players on this Indiana basketball team. And the question now becomes – how do they find a way to consistently score without race and X? And that's not going to be an easy thing to do. The good news is from Thursday night's game, you at least got huge performances out of Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Trace Jackson Davis. Um, but now it's going to be time for guys like Malik Renew to step up. I'm sure CJ Gunn's going to be asked to come in uh, the game more and come off the bench and probably provide a spark mm-hmm. offensively. But you know, things don't get any easier, Bob. You're going to be playing a Northwestern team uh, on Sunday that is, you right. know, 11-3, and three, and they've earned wins in six of their last seven games. And so when I was growing up watching IU basketball, Northwestern was always kind of at the bottom of the Big Ten. That's not the case this year. They're, mm-hmm. They are a tough out, and will not, it, Sunday's game will not be easy. 
He's John Herrick from Nine Star TV tonight, working on the uh, uh, Greenfield Central Mount Vernon game that Greenfield Central won. You'll catch him Sunday. Many of these great stations around the state bringing you the IU uh, matchup with Northwestern. That's down in Bloomington. John, thank you so much. Have fun on Sunday. Thanks a lot, Coach. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, Orleans beats Salem tonight, 43-37 from WKLO. David Deaton joins me. Hello, David. It is, am I, does my watch not work? You're calling me earlier tonight. What's, uh, I'm glad you called. Um, good win for a good Orleans team tonight. Yeah, hard-fought win against the Salem team that came in 1-8 and eight on the season and a Salem team that is just trying to find their way this year under their second-year head coach, Dwayne Malloy. And the Lions really put together a nice game plan for this one tonight. They executed it very well on the road and gave Orleans a run for their money tonight after the Bulldogs had just been the newly minted number one team in the Associated Press right, ranking for right, Class A this right. week. So Salem really showed up tonight and really tested the Bulldogs, but Orleans was just able to make a couple more plays down the stretch, and that was really the biggest difference tonight in, in them being able to prevail over Salem. Well, you know what? I think we all know this. It's pretty cliched, but uh, number one's always going to get you're going to elevate your game when you play them. And certainly there's a little bit of that involved in this game tonight. And, you know, uh, give credit where credit is due. It's the Salem team didn't pay attention to records. They just went out and played. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they really did a nice job playing zone defense tonight, played a very active 2-3, kind of sagged back. And Orleans really hadn't seen zone defense this year. Just about everybody they Mm -hmm. had faced had played a man-to-man. So this is kind of new tonight. Coach Tom Bradley, after the game, talked to him in postgame. He said, you know, this was really the first time they had seen zone since last season. So he said they've worked on it in practice. But sometimes it's one of those deals when you you don't really – know how to deal with it until you actually mm-hmm. see it in person and that was definitely the case tonight but i mean orleans looked like they were going to pull away there in the second quarter it was pretty close first quarter the bulldogs got ahead by seven in the second but then salem just kind of whittled their way back into it behind good free throw shooting made a couple of big threes in the second orleans missed a lot of shots they normally make as well and that really affected them a little bit as far as getting into a flow offensively, they only led by two at halftime at 21 to 19. Third quarter, Salem got the lead. It went back and forth. Orleans still led by two going into the fourth. And then it was tied at 37 for the longest time before the Bulldogs got a big steal defensively. Xavier Alston, their 6'3 uh, junior forward, able to leak out in the open floor. He slammed it home, got the crowd erupted in the in the doghouse tonight. And then from there, Orleans able to make a couple of more big stops. Salem had to foul. And the Bulldogs made their free throws down the stretch to pull away. So now they're 9-1. and one, And the Bulldogs back in action tomorrow night at Eastern Green. And the Salem team 1-9, and nine, but feeling a lot better about where they are after they pushed Orleans to the brink tonight. I would think so. I would. I would think you're feeling pretty good about yourself because, uh, as you as you kind of laid it out there, make a play or two. You, you're right in this. Yeah, definitely, no question about it. And you know, this is a Salem team that has played a very tough schedule. They played teams like Brownstown Central already, and uh, obviously, being in the Mid Southern Conference, it's hard to get wins. And so, for Salem tonight to be able to stick around with this team and with the struggles they've had all year, they didn't let that affect them tonight. And that's to their credit. So uh, good job tonight by the coaching staff. The players executed the plan, and 
almost got it done, but you know, now they know that they can at least push somebody like Orleans. Now that may give them a little confidence going forward. You mentioned it. Now, who do they, who's Orleans play tomorrow night? Uh, who are they playing? Uh, they're on the road at Eastern Green. We're actually going to be back on our, our main station, WKLO, tomorrow. Okay. We will be with the uh, North Harrison Lady Cats in the afternoon. They've got Seymour at home, and then the boys will be at home in the evening, and they will be taking on Scottsburg. So we've got a doubleheader day at North Harrison tomorrow with the girls in the afternoon and the boys in the evening. How about you? You're working all over. You're working all over the joint. It's David Deaton from WKLO uh, on the call of a good solid win for number one Orleans tonight. Very good win uh, as they continue to play at a high level. You number one. You got everybody coming after you. Thank you so much for the call, David, and uh, good luck next time out. All right. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thank you. Wapahani tonight with a big win. Very impressive win uh, over Eastern Hancock, 52-51. These are two really, really, really good teams. Matt Luce joins me. Matt, thank you so much for the call, and congratulations on a tremendous win tonight. Thanks, Coach Lovell. Great to hear your voice. I appreciate you having me on the show. We had one on a – Last second shot by our junior guard, Isaac Andrews, and uh, down one and shot at the buzzer and great win in Wapahani country. So it was a great, great atmosphere <laughs> and two, two, uh, two, two very good, two very good teams. With two ranked teams, two, I mean, two really good basketball teams. And, you know, the cool thing for you guys is to go ahead and play this game. Uh, you know, you get it early enough. I think it's, I think it's great. You start out, you're back, you know, it's the brand new year. You're out there. Uh, you're, you're, you're not even, you know, you're basically barely back in school. And so, yeah, I, I love, I love the fact, number one, you schedule the game. And secondly, I just love the fact that you play one another. Yeah, two conference teams. Eastern Hancock joined the Mid-Eastern Conference, and it's been a, a real nice rivalry, and it gives, a, gives us the upper hand right now in our conference. So, again, Eastern Hancock with Coach Spalding, he's been doing it a long time, and his staff, and so have my staff. So, it was two very good teams, and it was kind of ended up who had the the ball last, and Eastern Hancock had a three-point play with about eight seconds, and we got the ball last. We got two – we got a real nice team, Bob, six or seven guys that can yeah. make the right play. But our hey, team, Matt. Our, hey, yep. yeah. hey, Matt. Matt, let me interrupt you. I need you to hang on through this break, okay? I would love to. Thanks, Bob. All right, perfect. Matt, Luce, and I'll come back to – Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update. Here on Indiana Sports Talk, we go back to Muncie, where Ball State, who has seemingly been down by 4-5 for all the second half, the Cardinals have opened up a two-point lead on Akron, 63-61, 2.40 to play. 
Peyton Sparks has 12 points for Ball State to lead the way, along with six rebounds. We'll see if Ball State can hold on for what would be their seventh straight win. Over to high school basketball, John Glenn blasted Triton tonight, 52-27. Kokomo took care of Logansport, 61-47. It was Lakewood Park over Smith Academy Big, 70-33. Lebanon takes down Frankfurt, 57-46. Madison Grant tonight gets a 77-56 win against Blackford. Manchester, three points away from triple digits. They still celebrate a big win over North Miami, 90 Marquette Catholic locks things down defensively and holds Trinity Greenlaw to 21. Marquette Catholic wins at 58-21. New Palestine tonight gets a conference win against Delta 62-48. North Davies no problem with Eastern Green 60-27. Oak Hill 53, Peru 48 tonight with Park Tudor beating Indianapolis Metropolitan. That's a 61-44 final. Providence over Clarksville 58-34 and Scottsburg all over Madison, 84-42. At the top of the hour, we will get back to tonight's Indiana Pacers win. Pacers back on track. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We resume our conversation with Wapahani's Matt Luce. They beat a very, very good Eastern Hancock team tonight, 52-51. Coach, you talked. You were talking about you have some really good kids. You, have, you do have some players. You kind of expected this team to be pretty good, did you not? Yeah, absolutely. 19-win team that had a great season last year and returned most of them and you know, they're, they're good guys. We're talking about just having fun together. Our, our senior guard, Bob, Aiden Franks, about 20 points a game, drove it down the court with eight seconds. And instead of shooting a bad shot, he gave it up to our other 20 points. It's a good option to Isaac Andrews, and he finished it at the rim. And it was a big win in our, in our uh, gym. Well, you know what? These are the kinds of games you love to play. You play in a really, really good team. Uh, and, and it's um, we all know it. It's true. Sometimes you wonder if, if it is, but it, it's true. You, to be better, you have to play good teams, and you have to set yourself up for those types of circumstances that you're going to run into uh, in the tournament. And you know, this is like a tournament atmosphere, and it really is a legitimate uh, sectional feel, regional feel type of game. Yeah, great point. A lot of adversity. We were down six at halftime, and uh, Eastern Hancock just kept plugging away. And our guys hung with it and found a way to get some defensive stops late in the fourth quarter and make better possessions. And it was definitely a game that we've learned from and, and learned through the years, and we're able to pull it out. All right, so they hit a three, right, to, to, to put you in the spot where you were. So take me through after they make that, that hoop and what you do. Three-point play with eight seconds, and one of their seniors hit a free throw to put them up one, and uh, we called timeout before the free throw, and we practiced it. And, again, it's the guys that, you know, we trust, but, the you know, the players make the plays. And Franks comes down on the run and gets kind of gets in the corner and gives the ball up to an open Isaac Andrews, and Isaac drives it and finishes at the horn, and the kids celebrate and <laughs> shake hands. And, you know, it's Indiana basketball. So, uh, you know, those things can turn on you in a second. But right, we definitely right. le- learned a lot and enjoyed it. 
All right, you have Muncie Burris uh, tomorrow night. So you you know, find out a little bit more about your team. Big emotional win over a good team. Now you got to come back quickly and take on a team that's struggling to this point. Yeah, you know how that is. It's just uh, you know continuing to play and get better, and you know and, and enjoy your home games while you got a chance. Because you now we're almost starting the second half of the season, and you're almost counting mm-hmm. down the regular season. We also have the Delaware County Tournament, one of the oldest county tournaments in the state, right. coming up. So we're preparing for that, and you know we like our guys. So as a coach, doing it a long time, I, I like our team, and just want to continue to play and get better together. He's Matt Luce. They're number eight in 2A tonight. Uh, they are winners uh, over a very, very good um, Eastern Hancock team. Good, solid win. Coach, good luck tomorrow night. Thank you so much for the call. Thanks, Bob. We'll talk to you again. I look forward to it. Thank you. Clint Swan joins me from Crown Point. He's one of my favorites. CP wins by 11 over Michigan City. Coach, thanks. So we, we've lost uh, Clint Swan. We lost him. We'll come back and we'll pick him up. Steve Kolb from WAXL joins me. Steve, what game did you have tonight? I had Heritage Hills with a nice conference win over Gibson Southern tonight, 62-46. to 46. Um, you know, people, Indiana and Purdue fans want to know what Sicily's uh, <laughs> up to down this way. And right. he had himself uh, another fine ball game. Right. He's averaging right. a double-double. He's averaging 26 <laughs> and 10. And tonight, um, unofficially 26 points, 14 boards, and eight blocks against the Titans. So, uh, pretty nice night for Sicily and his teammates as they pick up their third conference win of the season without a loss and uh, uh, playing pretty good here as we move into the second half of the season. All right, you know the music means I have to be rude. I need you to hang on through this scoreboard update, okay, Steve? Not a problem at all, Coach. Perfect. We'll come back, talk some more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk High School Basketball tonight. Greenwood Christian Academy beats Speedway 55-53. Very happy Jackson Williams joins me. Coach, congratulations on a big win tonight. Coach, I think you still have Steve Cole with you here. Oh, Steve Cole. Steve, I'm sorry. See, Coach Williams, hang in there. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm losing my mind. Steve Cole, you, you had Heritage Hills tonight, and um, you have uh, a lot of attention, obviously, anytime Heritage Hills plays. So tell me what happens tonight. Well, it was a, it was a really hard-fought physical game. Uh, first half, Heritage Hills uh, led by five at halftime, 28-23, made some really nice adjustments. Uh, opened up a lead with a uh, outscored Gibson Southern 17-7 in the third quarter to open up a nice lead. Started to use, <clears throat> figure out the, the best way to use all the attention that Trent Sisley receives, the double and triple teams that he receives to open up some shots for their three-point shooters. They, they didn't shoot the ball well from three tonight, just four of 17, but two of those were uh, early in the fourth quarter uh, when uh, they started to figure those things out. So they, they outscored them 17-7 in the third and then opened up the fourth quarter on a 10 nothing run to get up by 24. Uh, kind of let off the gas a little bit there late and, and give Gibson Southern credit. They continued to play very hard and they cut into it to make it a 16-point game 
at the end. But Bisley, uh, you know, he, he continues to fight through all the attention and the physicality that he gets uh, his way. And like we said, 26 points, 14 boards, and unofficially we had him with eight blocks. He might have had nine. I guess it's not without the realm of possibility that he had a triple-double, <laughs> but um, it's possible for us to miss our block or two, but I haven't seen those stats come up just yet. So uh, not not uh, out of the realm of possibility, but I don't think he quite had the triple-double tonight. But still, the, the sophomore phenom was awfully, awfully right. good again tonight for Heritage Hills. Starting to draw a crowd, is he not? Uh, oh, <laughs> very much People, so. they want to see him play, don't they? They do, and uh, it's kind of an interesting thing for Heritage Hills to each night see how the opposition is going to go about trying to stop him because a lot of these teams that they're facing don't have a big post presence inside. They're trying to guard him with six, six, four guys, six, five guys. Right. And then occasionally you'll see the teams that will put um, the little five, eight, five, nine flea guard on him to just, and I say flea in the most positive way possible guys that just go out there and and become pests and they 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 guard him and, and they're they physically are touching him the whole time and and in his legs the whole time and then they use a bigger guy as a as a kind of a shadow and help defense as well and so he's he's seen all kinds of he and the patriots have seen all kinds of defenses and and they'll they'll see more as the season goes along but the one thing that this young group you know it's it's a couple of seniors uh, three sophomores and two freshmen that play the mm-hmm. bulk of the minutes mm-hmm. for Heritage Hills, and they understand. They're getting, because of all the attention that Trent Sisley gets, they're getting everybody's best shot every night out, and they're starting to respond to that a little better here as we hit Christmas and into the New Year's. Steve Kolb, WAXL in Santa Claus. Heritage Hills, another big win. Um Solid win tonight. Steve, thank you so much. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much.